Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us yet again. And this is episode 213, which is really 313. I, I do say that a lot. But really, we, the this show has put together 313 total episodes. Woohoo! It's amazing. A lot of great music we have played. And guess what? We will keep it rolling because there is still so much great music that we haven't got to to play, and then all the great music that is continuing to come out. On this episode, we actually have quite a few things that are brand new and up and coming. We'll get to all that. Before we do, let's talk briefly about what has come out recently, what will be coming out recently. Gummyo put out their last EP, uh, which is a new EP, but it's the last EP is the band. Some of the band members will be moving on to other projects. They put that out on the 15th self-titled EP. Absolute Order with a question mark. They put out Skip Juice on the 15th. On the 16th, the Daft Ones. We only have B-Sides. That's its name. There's a couple tracks there. On the 19th, Susie Moon put out a new EP called Call the Shots. We're going to be playing something from it. And by the way, Gummyo, tune in like in two weeks, two episodes. I think like 2.15 or maybe it's even next week. I forget. Anyway, in one of the upcoming episodes, we'll be playing something off of it. On the 21st, the Mistons put out World of Convenience. Divided Heaven put out The Filthy 15. Rain City Ghouls put out Let Loose Single on the 21st. We'll be playing that here in a few episodes as well. Total Massacre put out another new single. If you don't recall our conversation we had with them, I think it was at the beginning of last month. So it's been like a month and a half since we had them on the show. About a single a month. They're sticking to it. Our work, we talked a lot about the artwork on the episode and the artwork is true to form with the rest it's great it's fitting i can't wait to see when whenever they're kind of done with their singles and like put it all together it would be an awesome poster oh I, yeah i probably mentioned that in the episode but uh awesome nonetheless i got the single earlier today haven't heard it yet so looking forward to hearing it and maybe we'll get it on the show here on the 25th misgivings will be putting out dream neighbor on the 27th, Blisterhead is putting out The Stormy Sea, and we'll be playing something from it on this episode. Drunken Rampage, we played them on the last episode. They will be re-releasing on vinyl, that is, because Punk Rock Ain't Pretty over on Truck Stop Toilet Records. That'll be on vinyl. The actual album came out about two years ago, so that's not new in the sense that uh, your first time hearing it was last week when we played it on the show, or this week... When yeah. it's going to be released on vinyl, but it will be getting released on vinyl. So get out there, check it out on tr- Truck Stop Toilet Records. On the 28th, Neighborhood Brats will be putting out Confines of Life. Chelsea's going to be putting out Meanwhile Gardens on the 28th. We played a track from that like three weeks ago or so. Yeah, we did, and it was a lovely track. Yes. Be on the lookout. It's all good. Uh, I like it a lot. I've had it for about, I don't know, a month and a half. It's pretty awesome. Count Time is going to be putting out No Apologies, No Regrets on the 28th. American Oi, uh, a compilation called Skinhead Anthems that's going to be out on Lake Town Records and Liberty or Death Records. I've got mine pre-ordered. That is coming out on the 28th. Needles and Pins is putting out self-titled Needles Pins. Departed is putting out Darkness Reigns on the 29th. 
On the first, Super Bloom will be putting out Pollen. It's kind of like a somewhere a mix between punk and that Nirvana-style alternative. I've been listening ah. to that because I got shared out, and I was listening to it uh, on a stream for review purposes, and I couldn't quite put my finger, but I think it's somewhere in between there, so definitely looking forward to checking more of that out. All right. Also coming out next week, on the fourth, talk show host will be putting out Mid-Century Modern. Eternal Struggles putting out Year of the Gun. Totally Slow will be putting out Casual Drag. Two Minute Miners putting out A Goon's Best Friend till the very end. Looking forward to that. The Old Breed is releasing a new EP, which will be out on 8UP Records. It's called No Hope for Glory. The Raging Nathans will be putting out Waste My Heart. That's finally coming out. We played that way back in April, the, the title track off yeah. of there. And I really dig the whole thing. After that comes out officially, we'll have to get another track on the show. Mm-hmm. On the fourth, We're waiting right. <laughs> Cuffs uh, is going to be releasing their Cuffs Factory Sessions, which is six other tracks live. We'll talk more about that later in the show. Mm-hmm. On the fourth, Sell the Heart Records compilation. Is, Sell the Heart Records is putting out a compilation, and it's called "And Outcome the Lawsuits." And <laughs> What that is is a tribute to Rancid and Outcome the Wolves album, and it's all, I believe it's all Northern California, even maybe specifically Bay Area bands, all doing every single song on there. So it's a different band doing all the songs in order. Uh, I heard two of them because that's what they have on their Bandcamp page, the Sell the Heart Records, and it was cool. Uh, ska version uh, of one of the tracks. If you like it, you should go check it out. I like Rancid. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing the rest. Uh, to be honest, none of the bands I'd ever heard of, but the two bands that they did have on there, their tracks, they did a great job on, yeah. on covering that. They sound great. Last, on the 5th, Dead Heat is going to be putting out World at War, which is going to be on Triple B Records. Ooh, that's going to be a fun one. Yes. Dead Heat, that's a... I've even played with them a few times back in the... Back in the salad days of uh, hardcore, as, we, <laughs> as my generation knows. <laughs> but they're so fun. You know, that thrashy hardcore type stuff. They're great people. That is awesome. We'll be on the lookout for that coming out on the 5th. Eric, anything you want to add to the list? Well, I really don't have much to add. Um, yeah, the, the one that came... Uh, came to me as a surprise was the Total Massacre song. I went, oh yeah, it's a, it's a new month. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, yeah, and I listened to it on the way here. Fun track. I'm going to be giving it some love in a, in a couple of episodes. Awesome. I still got to get through my back catalog of new tracks, and I got one left, which is going to be on next week. So, I got that. And, uh, and yeah, obviously I got one this I episode. I looked ahead. Ooh, <laughs> cheating. Yeah, he's looking ahead. He sees what's going on. <laughs> but, and yeah, the only other thing is uh, I know Mandalore has that EP that's going to be coming out. And all I can tell you is that it's four songs and it's good. Awesome. I have heard it. I'm the only one outside of the members of Mandalore who has heard it, allegedly. And yeah, it exists as files in my email. I've listened to them a couple of times. They got some good covers on there. Like, uh, two of them are originals, two of them are covers, and they are two bands that you would not expect uh, a band such as the with the caliber of Mandalore, straight-edge Star Wars metallic hardcore to be covering. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's gonna, it's gonna 
it's going to slap you in the face a little bit, but you're going to like it. It's just be, oh yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> so I won't get, that's, that's all I can tell you right now. I don't want to spoil anything for, uh, for those who don't know of the, e- of the EP's existence in purgatory. <laughs> Well, hopefully it's coming out soon. We'll be happy to check it out further and discuss it and play it on the show. Yeah. Eric, let's play some music on the show. Let's do some new music. What'd you pick this week? Uh, long overdue. This was uh, <laughs> this was supposed to be like uh, about a month ago, but shit just got in the way and I kind of forgot about it. So I am sorry. Extinguish. <laughs> <laughs> I've been... I've been blowing you guys up on here as well, your EP, the self-titled EP, is one of the greatest releases I've heard from hardcore, metallic hardcore this year so far. And now I'm going to give you some love by playing my favorite song on here, The Judge. Holy hell, is this a fucking banger. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the closer of the EP, and yes, you really did save the best for last. It pulls no punches on here, it just... It gives everything that you guys got. So I hope that you fucking listen to what I'm having to say right now. Maybe we want to talk to you. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I do want to talk to you guys. Maybe you want to talk to us. So if this episode reaches you, I hope it does. We will tag you in it. You're not going to escape that. (laughs) Just take us up on that offer. But for right now, extinguish the judge. Let's play this. It's been too long.
time to pay a fucking price I'm your judge Here to take your life Quite the ending. Oh yeah, <laughs> they gotta have it a little, little serene outro just to like give you a bit of a reflective period after all that battering and clattering and thrashing and bashing that is being, <laughs> that is just welting your eardrums. But yeah, that yeah, like I said, that song it really holds everything on there. It's got kind of a groovy thrash feel in most of it, and it's got one of the cliches that'll never get old and hardcore, just that call to arms during that build-up right before those slamming breakdowns come in. <laughs> something that, uh, fortunately, has not died within hardcore. That is something that really gets people riled up. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so yeah, Extinguish, I love you. <laughs> it's been about a month since this EP got released, and that's a month too long since I, uh, I don't know how it got left by the wayside, but I'm making up for it now. This is the redemption round, and everyone listening, if you like what you heard, listen to more of them. There's a whole other five songs on that EP to listen to. I think it's five. I think so. <laughs> I think it's five. I don't remember how to count. Anyway... Yes, Extinguish, the self-titled EP, listen to it and listen to more of it. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's do a couple other new songs. Uh, First, we're going to do Blisterhead. It's coming out this Friday. So by the time some of you hear about it, it's going to be very soon. Or if you don't listen to us when we first come out, then, uh, you know, it might already be out. But it's coming out (laughs) soon. Uh, Blisterhead on May 27th will be releasing The Stormy Sea. If you're unfamiliar with this band... They are from Sweden, and it has been six years since their last release, so it's been a bit of a, I don't want to call it a drought, but there's been a dry spell for them. Yeah. And, you know, people get busy. That's just what happens. Uh, They started as a band in 2001, so 20 years as a a band. Congratulations to them. That's fantastic. Especially in this day and age. Right. When do you hear about that now? (laughs) Right. And I think I remember reading that a neo-Nazi, was it in Russia? I think it was in Russia. They performed in Russia, maybe. And if I have that right, some neo-Nazi guy like tried to throw a bomb on the stage when oh, they were playing or some crazy fuck. shit. So the, just as you said, in this day and age, yes. It's gonna be, <laughs> yeah. You never know if bombs are going to get thrown on the stage, and they're still here. Yeah. Everybody, they're still here. I mean, you just think any lesser band would just call it quits. <laughs> it's like, no, no, we're... 
boys will be boys. <laughs> so yeah, they tried to kill us with a bomb. Russians will be Russians. <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck God. them neo Nazis. All right, Blisterhead, uh, the Stormy Sea is going to be released here in the U.S. on Pirates Press and in Europe. Go check it out on Lake Town Records. Uh, both awesome labels, so great. Uh, the Stormy Sea is a cool album. I've enjoyed so many of the tracks. I, I kind of whittled it down, and even this morning is when. I think I kind of picked between the two that I had it whittled down to, and let's listen to one of them. All right. The track is Devastation Army. This is Blisterhead. What'd you think of Blisterhead? Well, I have a question. Is this the song they wrote as a retort to that incident with the bomb being <laughs> attempted to blast on stage? Because of that, uh, one of those opening lyrics talking about a bomb detonating. Right? <laughs> and, and yeah, maybe the Devastation Army is a, is kind of a metaphor for the neo-Nazi army. Maybe maybe that was the thing. That there's too many cross references there that <laughs> that kind of heeds uh, heeds to that. And if so, that is fucking awesome. And if not, that is still fucking awesome because 
holy shit, this song was good. <laughs> right? Like, Get out there and check it out. Uh, the vinyls for these, the, the artwork is great. Uh, the, the whoever did the artwork, I I didn't look at it close enough. It you know it looked color scheme and such kind of looked like some stuff like Jeff Holkren, like the guy that did our logo. And yeah. I, I say our logo like we're super cool, like <laughs> like hundreds of other band logos and album covers and T-shirts that are awesome. We just happened to reach out and he did ours too. Yep, we just happened to be in his library. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, it is awesome and. the the color scheme's great and if you look at the vinyls it's one of those that the colors of the vinyls with the artwork makes me want to get all of them like all because it comes in like three different colors and they all match perfectly but individually with the album artwork and they're great go check it out on Pirates Press and Lake Town Records I'm sure you can pre-order and if not when Friday comes around the 27th go on the websites and order beautiful Last Friday on Pirates Press Records, a new release came out. It's an EP, and the artist is Susie Moon. If you're unfamiliar with Susie Moon, this is Susie Moon's first solo release. Susie Moon was in three other bands, notably Civet or Civet. I've heard it as Civet. Yes. Yeah. And I am aware of those guys. I am too. Some, that's some brutal... Uh, kind of like an enhanced runways style music where it's like kind of a, you know, not exactly punk rock, but definitely more on the heavier, grimier side of rock and roll music. Right. And I, comparison, I'll get to that here in a moment about her three tracks because I've heard all three of them because there's three of them on the CP. But she was also in the uh, Turbulent Hearts, both great bands, and then L.A. Machina. Yeah, which, La Machina. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know that band, but the other two I do, and I enjoy. Uh, she started touring at the age of 15. I don't know how old she is now, but uh, goes along with that Runaways story, their d- description you were uh, making yeah, right there. Yeah, <laughs> And I think, personally, that she kind of has the similar sound, similarities to... Joan Jett or The Runaways, personally. Mm. So you described some of the other music that she's done that way. Well, I think that this one is as well. It came out on the 21st. The EP's called Call the Shots, and this track right here is I'm Not a Man. You can go get it on Pirates Press right now. All right.
So what'd you think? Whoops. <laughs> so what'd you think? Well, yes, I definitely get a lot of the uh, civet and the runways, and I gotta ask, was Susie Moon the guitarist of civet? Do we know that? Uh, I think she was vocalist of both. Well, yeah, I know uh, Liza Graves was the initial vocalist of Civet. Okay. But, but much like Joan Jett, she also took uh, some vocal abilities gotcha. in, in the runways after Cherie left. And <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm just uh, drawing some comparisons on there because how you brought how she's uh, more closely similar to uh, Joan Jett as opposed to just the runways. Right, I think the I I will say that the vocals are probably very much more Sherry Curry, but uh, the attitude of the music I think kind of reminded me of Joan Jett. But maybe yeah. you know who knows. Well, the, well, yeah. Historically, Joan Jett was uh, trying to bring the runways into more of a uh, a Ramones standard at the time because uh, they were existing on the grounds of like a uh, you know punk and metal at that time. Right. And just or just hard rock, you know, motorhead style hard rock pretty much. And uh but Lita Ford on the other hand wanted to bring it into a more metal direction. So a lot of uh, cr contrasting comparisons uh were just one of the things that put a huge little uh uh what was it? What do you call that? Um, uh, blanking on the thing, but just put a big wrench in the screws. While you're coming up with the words, Susie Homewrecker, that's, that was the name that she ah. used then. Uh, she was guitar and backing vocals while Ms. Liza Graves was guitar and vocals for okay. Sabet. Okay. So I think your, your comparison is very spot on there. Yeah. And that brings me to the next comparison. This song, I Don't Give a Damn. Remember Joan Jett saying she didn't give a damn about something else? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> With her, it was reputation. This, I'm not a man, and I don't give a damn. Right. So, yeah, kind of on the, kind of on the same coin right there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because this song, it's a very pro-femme, you know. It's like a, it's a women empowerment song on there. Basically saying, you know, it doesn't matter what our actions uh Really, our actions don't pertain to our genders, you know? <laughs> I mean, we all have that kind of, uh, we still have that 50s mentality of, the, you know, the, the perfect portrait nuclear family. The man goes to work and mows the lawn while the woman cooks the dinner and cleans the house and does the gardening. Just, yeah. And uh, we've been for, we've been spending decades getting out of that fucking mindset, and yeah, for the most part, we are out of it. There's still some people out there that like to keep people in their place because it's comforting to them. It makes sense to them, but those people are gonna die off pretty soon anyway. So fuck them. <laughs> for us, the new generation, yeah, we both mow the lawns, we both work, we both cook dinner, and we both love each other. God damn it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's nice to it's nice that that stuff is still coming up and it is a facsimile to what's uh to my pick on the older and lesser known. So, it's kind of funny how this is like leading in. Yeah, leading in in near seamless in a near seamless capacity. <laughs> Completely unintentional. Yeah. Really was. <laughs> but yeah, while we're at it, the the older, lesser known song that I chose was a song called "Queening" by the band Hit Bargain, and Hit Bargain's a very interesting band. They uh, they formed 
back in, I don't know when they formed, back in the last decade sometime, and they released an EP, it was a self-titled EP in 2016, and one of the songs that really stood out to me was Queening, and here's why. It's a, uh, it's basically a, uh, what is it, a promo song, or like a, uh, one of those calling card songs, like a, yeah, a calling card song to what they uh, generalize themselves as. They generalize themselves as queen core. You know, sort of a play on words when the uh, the queer core genre was a thing for a minute, and and yeah, that was to emphasize that was like to give sort of a uh, you know, it doesn't matter if you're gay or lesbian, give give themselves some pride. It's like yeah, we're queer core. We don't give a fuck who you like to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just who you are. We're bringing it in. So this one, Queen Core, yeah, it's kind of like a thing with a uh, you know drag queens when it's a uh, you know going out and disobeying gender stereotypes. You know, because that's the thing in uh, that's the thing in drag. You know, you dress it's uh, men dressing like women, and that's a that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this doesn't have much to do with the. Uh, queen core but it is it's very much a women empowering thing where it's like yes if uh if uh, men are celebrated for dressing uh, overdressing as it were <laughs> like uh like women and breaking those rules then yeah women should be celebrated for doing the same thing you know so this is that's kind of what the uh the thing is that they are very uh yeah they're a very pro feminist band and this was the interesting that stood out to me about it their singer uh uh, what is it, Nara or Nora? My bad, Nora Singh. She uh, performs on top of a person, on top of a person. He is a, a heavy set male who is shirtless, and she is standing on top of him and stomping all over his chest and his face. And this guy is a trample fetishist, <laughs> so he gets his he gets his rocks off by letting people walk and stomp all over him. So it's not a it's not an abusive thing that she's doing there. They are both consenting adults to to be performing like this. But it's a symbol of, you know, smashing the patriarchy. <laughs> so there you go. That's uh and that is a that is what they call queening. It is that action of smashing the patriarchy. Okay. So, yeah, a lot of crazy uh cross threads and and symbolism that all that all pertain to their opinions and their and their output in their music and their music by and large is very fucking good the the ep itself is very lo-fi you know it's not a it's not highly produced and honestly it's not really meant to be because it's uh, it's their first ep and they are very much a diy project so it just came out as it did, but the but the passion is still there. It still comes across through all that little muddy, low production <laughs> and shit like that. But the song itself is called Queening. And yeah, it's harsh and it's really catchy. So with all that information that you have digested, <laughs> let's listen to Hit Bargain. <laughs> Yeah. 
hit bargain. Oh, yeah. Hit bargain. A lot of hits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have since released a new album. I, I don't remember what it was called, but it came out. I don't even remember when it came out, but they do have more stuff. That is the... That is the takeaway right here. Actually, the, <laughs> the fucking takeaway is, yeah, smash the patriarchy. It's a fucking illusion, you know? We don't hold it in the same context as our forefathers did, you know? It's a, it's a patriarch. It's a matriarch. They are both of equal importance, and that's all based on perception, you know? Because your matriarch could be a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see... The album cover is the lady standing on the guy. Yep. Shirtless. And then they released The Circuits That Cannot Be Cut in October of 2017. And then Capitulate, May of 2018, and Potential Maximizer, which was 2018. So it looks like Capitulate was probably the single, and Potential Maximizer in May of 2018 was the album. There we go. Thank you for the research. Absolutely. So, so yes, hip bargain. If uh, you know, I gotta go and uh, uh, dive into that discography that has expanded past 2016. Yeah, there was <laughs> at least ten songs. I didn't look at it that closely, but there was at least ten songs there. Oh hell yeah! I'll have to look in. I'll have to look into that. <laughs> <laughs> and you should too, by the way. Hip bargain. They are fucking weird, and we love them for that. <laughs> Ten songs exactly on that album. Yep. They are weird with a purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do another older or lesser known. Depends. Uh, the band is for sure older. They're from Kent in the UK. They originally formed in the late 70s. And, well, then. Right? Uh, they ha- have a loyal fan base, which is called the Steroid Barmy Army. And that's the band for the band, the Anabolic Steroids. Yeah. They split as a band in 83, so they weren't together too terribly long, but they reassembled in 2012. And we're going to play a song off of their EP, which is called Life Stinks. Uh, they put out Life Stinks EP on November 2nd of 2018. And I want to thank Steve and the band for reaching out, sharing the music with us, getting this on our radar so we can play it, talk about it, get it on the show. Uh, This particular track is called Abnormal, and simply put, it's just a song about feeling and being different. So here we go with Anabolic Steroids and the track Abnormal.
I really dig that band. Uh, the tracks on that EP and the other tracks I was able to come across, I like a lot. But uh, I'm really into, especially the, the UK sound of that late 70s, early 80s. And a lot of these bands kind of hold oh, true yeah. to that sound, including this one. Even though they, they had long breaks in between, uh, we have a band that we're going to have on the show here in a couple weeks that fits that and Eric and I were listening to and talking <laughs> about that band and you know we had stereotypes on the show uh, about two months ago that kind of fit a, a similar description and I just like the sound I dig yeah. it what'd you think I did enjoy the sound like uh, yeah hit the nail on the head very 70s very old school punk and well yeah that's where they are from right that's the time in which they were uh, you know they were cutting their teeth so the bite is very similar. But yeah, then it just kind of uh, slammed into that uh, double time feel. And yeah, that's where it came into that late 80s, or late 80s, early 80s, when uh, when UK hardcore was starting to come about, you know, like a, like I mentioned earlier, the UK 82 sound. Right. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, that that's when like the Exploited and GBH were just like up in the rhythms a little bit more. But this one wasn't as grimy as those bands as well. So it still <laughs> held on to that little bit of a smooth vocal output in you know that was most known in the 70s out of bands like the Buzzcocks and whatnot. Right. It's good stuff. We're going to stay in the UK and play one more track. This being the part that, you know, we, we used to talk about live shows uh, <laughs> over a year ago. Uh, we're going to get to that point. There's a lot of live shows that will be coming up, and as bands start to tour, we're going to get back to playing bands that are tour, that tour through our neck of the woods anyway. Yeah, finally. And to kind of kick that off, or at least get back in the swing of things with that, uh, we're going to be playing Cuffs. They're from Bristol in the UK. We've played them several times because we really enjoy that band and oh, yeah. the stuff that they do. They recorded a live album, like a live EP called Cuff Factory Sessions, which they recorded at Factory Studios in Bristol. Today being May 25th, their live video for this recording, they're going to drop on their YouTube channel on May 28th, full 30-minute live video. So be on the lookout for that over on Cuff's YouTube channel. We've played four out of the six songs that are on there, so this... Uh, you know, trying to stay true to where we try to play a track one time and then move on to tracks from yeah. the bands, but different ones, right? We don't want to keep playing the same stuff. Mm -hmm. And they have other tracks to play, which is great because they actually have a single, which is a new track on this, and it's called Cash Cow. And we are going to be playing Cash Cow here in just a moment. If you want to get the digital version or the, you know, like I said, it's going to be on their YouTube channel. So video version is coming out on May 28th. Well, the version that you can get that will be similar to what we're listening to will be out on June 4th. I talked about it at the top of the show. This particular track, Cash Cow, is about the higher powers using people who work incredibly hard as scapegoats, which inevitably lead to the exploitation of those same people while the highest powers get bailouts and the people at bottom continue to struggle, trapped by the system around them. Ain't that shit Ooh. the truth? Indeed it is. <laughs> it's all too familiar, hitting a little close to home, but what song is punk if it doesn't? Right. 
Well, I, I can appreciate what the song's about. I like the song. The song's called Cash Cow. Again, it's off their live album that will be coming out, live EP rather, Cuff, Cuffs Factory Sessions. Here we go with Cuffs and Cash Cow. So this next one's a new one, and it's called Cash Cow. That's it. That's it. There's no more to it. Absolutely no more to it. 
All the money down the pad But we've all been pissed up the fucking wall Again Now that we walk out We killed the cash cow Don't be so brass now Get on the lash now Always the money honey This ain't no funny honey Now that we walk out The cat cow Don't be so brash now Just get on the lash now Always the money, honey This is the funny, honey Now that we walk around We killed the cat cow Cold-blooded murdered the fucking cash cow <laughs> oh, that was a new one called Cash Cow. Thank you very much for still tuning in if you're still here. And if you're new here, well, we're cuffs from Bristol Town. There you go. I figured I'd leave that in there. You know, that <laughs> is the live version that's coming off of the Cuffs Factory Sessions. Oh, yeah. Now, if only they would release an actual LP or EP. <laughs> <laughs> Because we got nothing but singles from those guys. And goddamn, they are great singles. They are great songs. I love those guys. But we want a cohesive release from them. Well, they were busy before pandemic uh, playing the shit out of live shows. Mm -hmm. And then they, during pandemic, as so many other places, they just weren't able to get together, I suppose. And yeah. Didn't put it all together, but they have been able to do that live factory sessions. So get out there, check it out. Check out the videos, uh, the video coming out this upcoming, was it Friday, I think? Friday the 28th. Yep. So check it out. That's Cuffs. I want to thank Matthew again, always sharing the new Cuffs stuff with us. And we love checking it out and playing it on the show. Thank you, Cuffs. Thank you, Matthew. Eric, let's do some great cover-to-cover -cover albums. Oh, boy. So I've been on a bit of a thrash kick lately. <laughs> and uh, not really thrash metal, but more crossover. And so, yeah, just going through my going through my collection and listening to a lot of DRI, listening to a lot of Iron Reagan and a lot of Suicidal Tendencies, which, uh, you know, led me to having them on the show last week. This week, we're going a bit more modern. We're talking about one of the bands that revived and kind of reinvented the crossover genre for the 2000s. And both metalheads and punk rockers seem to love them. <laughs> I am talking, I have talked a little bit about Iron Reagan in the past, but now I think we give just desserts to Municipal Waste. Yeah, these guys, they brought. They brought crossover in the fold, but gave it a different take and made it party thrash. <laughs> it was the uh, standard of thrash at the time, just taking a lot of uh, thrash riffs and uh, cutting them down to size. You know, not not really, uh, you know, downing it on the production. It was still very well produced thrash, but man, it was powerful. It was a lot of fun, and the lyrics, yeah, a lot of them were about getting drunk. Getting wasted, you know, and just partying your fucking nuts off. <laughs> I mean, they have a song called Beer Pressure. They also have stuff like uh, Born to Party, which we will get to. and But also, they have some songs that deal with a lot of uh, sociopolitical stuff and a lot of uh, 
and they kind of take it to the sci-fi realm a little bit. They just nice. blow it out of proportion. And you can definitely see it in their music videos. And that was when I, that was how I got introduced to them. I was talking to a friend of mine who uh, lives in Colombia. We met over the internet, started uh, developing a... <clears throat> A kindred spirit because we loved punk music pretty much. And then she was like, hey, have you heard of this band? Sends me a link to a Municipal Waste music video. I was like, oh, I haven't heard of them. Let me check them out. And it was the music video for their song Sadistic Magician. And if you haven't seen the video, check it out because it is a lot of fun. Basically, it takes place in a nuclear pl power plant and... And you just see the band, they're just rolling in these crates of stuff that is uh, covered up. But you see that one of the drapes is uh, is open a little bit and it's showing the headstock of a guitar. Pulls it over. It's like, no, nah, it's not what you think. <laughs> <laughs> they, find the, they find the manager or the foreman and it's like, you're here to fix the reactor? And one of the masks gets removed. It's Tony Foresta. Yeah, we'll fix it. <laughs> and then... Then they just set up the Municipal Waste logo, they set up their gear, and then starts playing that opening bass line. And that was how I was introduced to Municipal Waste. I was like, yeah, these guys are fucking rad. <laughs> That's awesome. it's, like, it's like metal, but his vocals are very grimy. It's almost punk. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Sadistic Magician, that is the first pick that I chose from this album, The Art of Partying. Yeah, the... Yeah, the album cover is incredibly cool. Looks like a ton of uh, ghouls and uh, undead people. The guy in the forefront, he's wearing a t-shirt and skinny jeans. Got a got some long hair with a fucking thrasher cap on. Has the has the brim bent backwards a little bit. He's holding the beer and his eyes are just glazed green. And he's got this maniacal look in his face that you can only compare to someone who is possessed. And some guy to his left is throwing up. <laughs> so you, you, and of course in the center is just this keg with like some green ooze spilling out of it yeah it's a you're getting drunk off of municipal waste awesome <laughs> yeah so that's really them in a nutshell but their music in a nutshell well yep yeah, it's party thrash it's crossover and it's fucking rad so if this is your first time here municipal waste this is the song that introduced me to them here's a song i will introduce to you sadistic Magician. I'm 
yeah, that is essentially what municipal waste sounds like. It's definitely a good, uh, this is definitely a good example of what their music is. It is. It is. It is. Yes. <laughs> it <laughs> I'll is. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, but also the part two of that music video, and it's also best represented to their name because they don't fix the reactor, you know. They're metalheads. What do they know about nuclear physics? <laughs> but anyway, it's a, but yeah, in the, the narrative of the video, the reactor is exploding. There's a nuclear meltdown. And then all of that just starts to affect the town in which the plant lives. <clears throat> and it's like you see st- some guy's brushing his teeth. He's wetting the brush underneath the faucet. Then suddenly it turns into a green ooze just <laughs> spilling down. A girl who's drinking from the... Drinking from the public water fountain. She's just found hunched over the the little fountain. And then it zooms in on her face right at the end. And her eyes are open. And she's got that aforementioned possessed look on her face. And her <laughs> eyes are getting green. Yeah. that's uh, So yeah, that video is best an accurate representation of the, of the image that you see on the album cover. That awesome. is, yeah, adjunct to that song. So... So yeah, like I said, Municipal Ways, they're just really fucking entertaining. If you don't go for the music, like if you can't listen to the album, look at their videos. They are, some of them are animated and they are just, they just take full advantage of the rowdiness and the outrageousness of their music and just put it to a picture. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that was a, that was Municipal Ways to uh, hone a bit more on the metal side. Like I said, it's got that, that punk, uh down to earthedness <laughs> at least at least in the music is that there's no frills about it there's just a few little uh you, those little wrists yeah but the majority of it's just that downstroking it's just a very very hardcore punk-esque with the thrash symbolism in there it's crossover as fuck but then you got songs like this one as i said we were gonna get to it born to party about 40 seconds of just straightforward riffing, and then you just hear a beer crack, and then everyone starts screaming the fucking call to arms, Municipal Waste is gonna fuck you up. (laughs) And that is the closer of the whole album. Unless uh, if you listen to three extra minutes, you just hear Tony Foresta and the rest of the guys just kind of fucking around in the studio, and then singing, Touch me now! Come on, baby, you can do it to me! Touch me now! (laughs) (laughs) Just a little adages like that. Just add to their add to their personality. So uh more the music's personality. It's like that's that's just them in real life, and it's it's equal as translated in the music. So they were born to party, they're gonna continue to party, so let's let them fuck us up. <laughs> Smashing your face Hey man, it's pretty tough at all 
So yeah, I can't tell you how many uh, how many parties or whatever I've been to at a punk's or metalhead's house, and always, 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 there is municipal waste somewhere playing in the background. <laughs> Never fails. That's cool. And, and yeah, it's party music. It's the best type of party music. It is Thrasher Rager. <laughs> that's what it. That's how I can translate it. It's crossover Thrasher Rager music. So yeah, if you're planning on throwing a fucking party now that social distancing is uh, slowly becoming a thing of the past, make sure to keep uh, municipal waste in mind. <laughs> they were doing a uh, party rock before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's good stuff. Uh, the album that I picked on this episode is one that we've talked about. I mean, you talked about a uh, review for it, I don't know, a month ago when it came out. It came out May 7th. The band is the Mighty Mighty Boston's album, mm. When God Was Great. And I hadn't listened to it, and then I listened to it, and I listened to it a bunch. And I really enjoy it, and I would agree with that review that it's a very good album. It's definitely one of the best of the year so far. Uh, if you're not familiar with the Mighty Mighty Boston's, they're from Boston, and they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they th- This new release, When God Was Great, uh, is released on Hellcat Records. Great label there. Yeah, they kind of are. <laughs> <laughs> and they will be on Riot Fest in September. So anybody that's going to be in Chicago in September going to Riot Fest instead of Punk Rock Bowling, or I think that they were like a week apart, maybe they're the same weekend, I forget. Doesn't matter. Mighty Mighty Boston's are going to be at Riot Fest. So if you want to see them this year performing some of these new tracks, then you should go check it out. A couple tracks that we are going to play. We're going to start off with M O V E. Move. Move? Move. M O V E. Move. Move. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Here goes. This is M O V E. It's Move. I like that. Blessing that's got us, I'm guessing, packing it 
spelling it out for it because they put it in all capitals and the space in between but either way uh it's move i like it and uh i like the theme i like the broad open mind thinking i like it i do like that as well it's catchy i love mighty mighty Boston's. they did a great job uh let's listen to another one i had a really hard time picking the narrowing down like i was talking about earlier with that blister head track well this one I had I didn't even know which ones I wanted to play. There's just so many. I like them all so much. And I whittled and whittled and whittled. And there we go. Move, that's one. Bruised is the other. It's Mighty Mighty Boston's off of When God Was Great. Here we go. All right.
That is Bruised. That's two tracks from Mighty Mighty Boss Stones. What yeah. do you think? Well, that's Bruised. B-R-U-Z-D. <laughs> <laughs> Boozed and bruised. Uh, but yeah, I'll say one thing. That is definitely the Boss Tones. They have an unmistakable sound to them. Right. And why shouldn't they? They've been there since the beginning of the Ska Revival. You know, right. when the U.S. wanted to take its, uh, put its, uh, Put its hat in the ring for for this guy. It was like, we love the two-tone stuff that's going on in the UK. And it was bands like the Boston's, along with Operation Ivy, and eventually you know, Streetlight and Real Big Fish and Less Than Jake taking it into the 21st century, you know? But those this was one of the uh, bases of that. Right. And that was and that was the Boston's, and yep, they still got it. Goddamn. Especially that last one, Bruised. That's, uh, yeah, it's got Dickie Barrett's classic... Uh, that classic drawl, just the yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of thing. And yeah, as uh, as drawly and as gravelly as it is, he's got a yeah, he's still got a sense of melody in there. And that's something that is something to admire. Absolutely. It's good stuff. I really like it. Uh just saw him what a couple years ago at Punk Rock Bowling was the last time I oh, seen yeah. him. But uh I remember seeing him. I saw him a couple times in the mid nineties warp tour because they 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 made the warp tour a few times. Oh yeah. In the days of let's face it. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Good stuff. Check out the new one when God was great. It's it's awesome. I've heard it I don't know how many times already all the way through. I've listened to it a lot since May 7th. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that's just one of the uh that's one of the albums that keeps that keeps you going back. Right. Yep, we all have at least at least one. I have at least 10 Dozen, so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I understand that very well. There's been a few released this year that I am adding to that list. Right, there's a lot of really good releases this year, and I know that Mighty Mighty Boston's one will be on my top albums list for sure. It's a good one. I know my top albums list is long, but it'll still be there. <laughs> oh yeah, I've already got at least three on that list, and right. I'm just trying to make sure make sure that I'm not leaving anyone out. <laughs> Well, let's wrap up the show with some metal and some hair metal. You got some metal. Yeah, I got some metal. What I, kind of metal do you got? Well, I got some metal that's coming from the same nick of the woods as Municipal Waste. That is Indeed. Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, some really heavy stuff has come out of Richmond, outside of uh, Waste and Reagan and, uh, obviously, Lamb of God and Guar. Like, yeah, you think Richmond, Virginia, that's pretty much the only thing I think about. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, add to that list is a band called Enforcer. They have an album out called Kill Grid, and that was my introduction to them. Like, uh, they did a, uh, they released a video of them performing the, uh, performing a song live. And I watched it on Facebook, and I was just bobbing my head, and then banging my head. <laughs> and I was just ad just admiring their fucking sound. It has a, the sound is like kind of a thrashy crossover death metal type thing. You know, they have a, you know, they are existing in sort of the same vein as Obituary, which is uh, in modern days we call, we say Gate Creeper, we say Frozen Soul, we say Creeping Death. They all have that, that same death metal sound. And Enforcer, yep, they've a, uh, Enforcer, enforced, enforced, enforcer, enforced, yep, enforced. Yeah, they have been a, uh, 
they have been adding on to that for the past couple years. And with Kill Grid, which was released uh, just earlier this year on March the 12th. Yeah, 31221. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, I just think that's funny. Uh, not important. The what is important <laughs> is the song that was uh, playing that they were playing live that I was just enthralled by was called Curtain Fire, and God, the drums are impeccable on this one. The riffs and the soloing are just phenomenal. They are heavy, and oh my God, his voice! His voice is just powerful. It's guttural. It is gruesome. It is everything you expect in a death metal, and some death metal output. So, and I'm a, I'm a sucker for all this shit. So naturally that's been on a, that's been on a harsh listen for me quite a few, quite a few times this last week outside of the thrash stuff that I've been listening to a lot enforced has snuck its way in there. So we're going to sneak it into this uh, podcast. Here it is. Curtain fire from enforced from Richmond, Virginia, somehow.
For all you uh, metalhead aficionados out there, listen to Enforced. And that album, Killgrid, it is a solid record front to back. That song especially is a, is a standout. Obviously, it's the one that I chose for my single pick of this uh, <laughs> of this show. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the whole album. Remember what I said about the uh, albums that are being added to my list as potential albums of the year? Yeah, this is one of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. It's uh, it's growing. It's coming up. Just, uh, I don't know, I guess expect it for next year, but we're halfway through the year about, so who knows what's to, uh, who knows what's to come. Maybe the other half of my list will be complete. Right. We'll see Seven more months that. to go. There's yep. a lot left. I know. It's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, Enforced, Killgrid, Richmond, Virginia, Death Metal. Let's listen to something else. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to check out the band Five Star Hooker. They're on Curtain Call Records. They have a bit of a hair metal sound. So uh, I've kind of labeled it as hair metal as far as the ending portion of the show. It's not punk. Uh, They released a single called Anything Goes on March 26th of this year. So about two weeks after the track that Eric picked. Uh, This one came out two weeks after that, March 26th. Let's get into it. Thanks uh, to Curtain Call Records for sharing their new music with us. And here is one of those tracks. It's Five Star Hooker. Anything goes. Yeah! 
see why I think it sounds kind of hair metal like, huh? Oh, indeed. I'm hearing a lot of uh, I'm hearing a lot of quiet riot in there. I'm hearing a lot of Skid Row. I'm hearing a, I'm hearing quite a bit of that Sunset Strip hair metal sound. Right. <laughs> cool stuff. If you like the hair metal sound, five star hooker. Go check them out on Curtain Call Records again. Anything goes was that single. Oh yeah, and it's one of those uh, it's one of those party anthems up in. That just get everybody up in the house, up and moving, you know. Yep. Everything goes, let's get rocking, you know. Exactly. So check them out. Fun party music. Just like you were talking about. If you're at a punk's party, we're going to be playing <laughs> Municipal Waste. If you're at a hair metal guy party, then you should be rocking this right here. Yeah. A, a well-aged boomer metalhead party will definitely be playing something like this. <laughs> It's good stuff. I like Five Star Hooker. Check them out. Let's wrap up the show. You can find the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Player FM, and SLCPodcast.com, amongst other places. You found us somewhere. You can find us a lot of places. That's the point. Thank you for sticking around all the way up to this point of the show. Hopefully you enjoyed all of the great tracks and great bands. The band Extinguish, I think we, we played them previous, and I didn't find their social medias, so I'll have to look a little harder. Hopefully we can tag them, just as Eric stated. But the other ones on Instagram, at BlisterHeadOfficial, at the Susie Moon, at HitBargain, at Cuffs the Band, at Municipal Waste, at Boston's Official, at Enforced VA, at Five Star Hooker, and that's the number five, at SLC Punkcast, Eric. Where do we find you? Everywhere. <laughs> but if you want to, you know, be a little more subdued, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at scaryuncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. And my band is also on Instagram at anonymous underscore band official. And you can find us on Facebook at anonymous band SLC. And also on Bandcamp at anonymous SLC.bandcamp.com. I also am on a secondary podcast. I am on... Uh, Circle Pit Radio on the Re- Get Wrecked podcast and the uh, uh, the Assault City Review podcast, and that's going to be turned into something different. I won't say I won't say what. It's a few months down the road, but we do have an episode that's coming out with me and Des Troy talking about some albums that we really like. Awesome, <laughs> yeah. So you can find me on there at Circle Pit Radio or at Assault City Circle Pit. Changing the name. <laughs> but Circle Pit Radio is the one where you can find that and all the the plethora of networks and shows that he's got planned out and are actually in the making currently. It's a he's a wild card, that Des. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of stuff planned. Oh, and by the way, the uh, whole uh, rivalry has fizz, has fizzed out. Damn it. <laughs> we haven't really I haven't really called attention to it at all. <laughs> it was funny while it lasted, all five seconds of it. Right. <laughs> uh, until the next time on that one. On Facebook, you can find all the bands at Blisterhead, at Susie Moon, at Hit Bargain, at Anabolic Steroids, at Cups the Band, at Municipal Waste, at The Mighty Mighty Boston's, at Enforced VA, at Five Star Hooker, but this time, number the number five, it's the word five, <laughs> Five Star Hooker. At SLC Punkcast, thank you to all the bands. Thank you to everybody who reaches out. Thank you to all of you who listen and listen all the way up to this point. Eric, that's all I have. You got any final thoughts? Well, we can say that 
change is in the air. <laughs> change is in the air. And one thing I've noticed this week, a lot less places are requiring masks for entrance. I mean, I'm going into stuff places like uh, Smith's Grocery Store, and I'm not wearing a mask. I go into Harmon's, I'm not wearing a mask. Nobody's booting me out. Right. <laughs> so, and I'm not the only one. I went into Maverick yesterday, and yeah, did, didn't wear a mask. The employees were wearing them, but they still served me. So, a lot of stuff is uh, changing for the better outside of uh, bands coming into the scene and playing shows again, and bands that are coming out of state to be playing shows again. On that note, I am also playing a show June 11th, Urban Lounge with Villain and Social Stigma. Just reminding everybody about that. That show is still going to be happening. And, and yeah, I hope that people will be able to stand up and stay, you know, the usual three feet from each other, (laughs) not six feet. (laughs) Right. Anyway, that's all I got. My name is Eric and I'm a, and I'm a menace with a fetish. (laughs) Play the fucking outro. (laughs) 